I uh, what I wanted to do today, because we have uh, for you, our listeners, is to give a context as it relates to what God has been saying, uh, particularly, and how that, that may affect you. My sense is that without a context, many times that we won't understand where someone's coming from or an idea or a thought. And so I wanted to give that today. And to start out with, we're going to be laying this podcast out in a series called The Awakening of the Galactic Progeny. And uh, that's a phrase that was given to me back in 09, an experience I had with the Lord. Before I get into defining what this awakening is and how it affects you, the uh, the ones who are the remnant who are called the heavenly sons of God, I wanted to uh, tell a little bit of my testimony today and explain uh, where that comes from. My wife, uh, Kara, and myself were living in Pensacola, Florida. We were a part of the uh, Brownsville Revival Experience, and uh, I was actually down there because I've been assigned by the Air Force to fly in the uh, F-15 Strike Eagle as a weapon system officer. And uh, I was uh, pretty far along in my training and was coming to the conclusion of that training. I had a very dramatic uh, dream. And uh, today, this, this dream, because it matters so much about how it's informed our life over the last 15 years that I express what happened in the dream. It's probably pretty early in the morning. I was, uh, I would say, about a month out from uh, winging in my flight syllabus, and I'm not a person that at that point had dreams or visions or anything like that. But I had an experience, and I was in this little uh, church, and I remember distinctly putting the lid down on a white box, and I knew that we were closing up the church. Uh, there were people in the room and within the church. It was it was like one of the little churches that you see uh, that dotted the landscape of American life in the 1800s. Those little one-room churches. And in the dream, I look down and I I see probably like some yellow locusts that have been tongue and grew, and uh, you know it it had warped or seasoned. And I remember distinctly seeing that wood because uh, lint gets in between the cracks of wood as it's on the floor and I remember looking down and thinking that's the cleanest floor I've ever seen in my life right. and I, I noticed there was no lint in the cracks and I thought and I looked around the room and I noticed this church was completely spotless to my left was one of those old windows that are about 12 inches off the ground and they go up and then they make a point at the top many of you may know what that looks like and I went over to the sill of that window and, and I looked out and it's the most beautiful green grass outside. And parallel to uh, the church, out of the left window was a hedgerow of trees, like evergreen trees. It was a really beautiful day, sun's out, clouds are bright blue. And all of a sudden coming down that hedgerow of trees, I see a man. And I, I suppose that man was at least nine feet tall. And uh, he's uh, resolute and he's looking forward. He's moving uh, perpendicular to my vision. So I see his right shoulder. And the only way I know how to describe my experience next was I was completely terrified. Um, For one, I, I knew that I needed to protect that church from this man that was coming. 
and that it was my responsibility as pastor. Now, just remember, I'm flying aircraft, and I don't, I'm not a pastor. I don't want to be a pastor. I'm, my dad was a pastor, but I have no desire to be one. And in this dream, I am a pastor. And there's a few people left in this little church. And um, I have no weapons, and so I knew that I was going to have to face him. And so I go out to that, that one single door that's in the front of those white churches, and I go out uh, down the stairs and standing there, and this man, he comes around, and I'm definitely not going to lift up my head to look at him. But I, I decided what I'd do is I'd, I'd hit him as hard as I could, and I'd give it all I got. And uh, his abdomen, I'm a, about 6'1", his abdomen was right in the middle of my eyes. So this is how big this guy is, and he's probably, his waistline just in front of me is probably about 18 to 24 inches thick. It's a big guy. And uh, I hit him left, right, punch, 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 as hard as I could until I physically exhausted myself. And I put my head down, and I, and I was ready to take my blow to the crown of my head. And I figured that when he hit me, that that would be um, that was the end of my life. And I can't express how terrorizing that experience was. Needless to say, nothing happened. And I thought, oh man, Dad said you always look a man in his eyes. <laughs> and I thought, oh, I'm gonna have to look this fell in his eyes. And so I slowly lifted up my head and looked up. I mean, to this day, it's been 15 years, I can still see his eyes. And we don't have words to describe this, but I would use the best language I know. It was like diamonds with crystal with fire. And a love like I've never felt in my life. A love that I knew knew my whole beginning and my end and really literally knew who I was before I even was created. And my whole entire person was filled with the love of God. I knew that He knew everything I'd ever done, ever thought, every process that I've been through, every long moment, every great moment, every birthday, every, every, everything that ever happened. Never felt so much love. Anyways, he uh, spoke to me, and in like a thunderous voice, he said to me, I'm the Holy Spirit. Go forth and show my love and tikkun alam. And I woke up. And, and that was the first spiritual dream I'd ever had in my life. And I knew it to be so because even to this day, 15 years later, it's informed our life and ministry, and I've never forgot it. You might be thinking exactly what I was. What is this word that he said, tikkun alam, and or phrase? So I, I don't even know if this was in the Google day. I guess this was September 2003. And uh, maybe Google was out, but I went and <clears throat> went in the search engine and looked it up, and I found this word, and it was a Hebrew phrase, and it said um, on there, to cause two irreconcilable odds to be reconciled. It also said to cause a divine spark to ignite inside of another human soul. And it also said it had to do with the repair or restoration of the world. 
And uh, that dream was so traumatic and dramatic that it set a course to, you know, where we're at today. Um, In the intervening time, as we start to unpack this awakening of the galactic progeny, you're going to see with our podcast, we're going to have a lot of material for you and uh, to engage with and to draw closer to the Lord in. And uh, I especially pray uh, for you who God seems to think very much of that you are a very special remnant people, um, that he loves you. And I, I hope especially today that you will be encouraged in the Lord, that you will go forward with him and that you will have a steadfastness in your heart to love him and to honor him. And uh, we'll be back on and uh, for you to connect with us in our next episode. And our eyes have been open.